My name is Arthur Kabijo. I'm 32 years old. I had a brain injury in 2012 from a road accident. It happened on the way back from our job interview. And this particular job was working for MI6. I arrived in my own plane. I recall these memories like I'd recall any other memory. There's no distinction between the two, apart from now I know it's fabricated. I was born in Uganda. I came here when I was 10. I worked in a restaurant with two of my good friends, school friends. And we're all qualified chefs and um, after five years, we're all quite sick and tired of just being in the kitchen. My friend's father was one of the highest investors on um, a new business where they had bought a ship to move cargo from one country to another. So he asked me and my other friend if we would like to, if we'd like to go and work on the ship with him. And of course, we saw it as an opportunity to see, see the world and to do something different. So we all jumped at it. So this is one of the best experiences I've had in my life. One of the best things of being on a ship is um, if I needed a moment to myself, I could just go up on the top of the deck, sit there with my guitar and my harmonica and just play away, playing songs away, seeing the sunset and no land in sight. And then, then we went back. When I was living in Camden, I was riding a bike and uh, it was actually on New Year's Day. Yeah, so I, I wanted to spend New Year's Eve with uh, my girlfriend by the time. It was unfortunate we were not able to, so I, I thought I'd spend New Year's Day with her, so I, um, Got on my bike and I was riding towards her place. And as I was riding towards her place, uh, the last thing I remember seeing was a, a van. It was like kind of creamy with um, a red strip on its side. And that's all, I, that's all I remember. I was found by a lady and her daughter were just walking past. 
and I was found on the side of the road with the bike on top of me. And then three weeks later, I woke up from a coma. Once I came out of coma, I had um, what they call a PTA, which is post-traumatic amnesia, and, um, which is fabricated memories. They're from your subconscious. A lot of people call them dreams. They were not like dreams because, you know, I believed them full-heartedly. One of my favourites was, um, I was expecting twins with my girlfriend. And they were due in uh, nine weeks. You know, I, was, I was so excited <laughs> about that. <laughs> so, I was like, you know, well, um, I told the world, I told my family, I told my what colleagues came to see me in the hospital, I told everyone. That was that, and there's also another fabricated memory, which was my accident didn't happen on my way to see my girlfriend. It happened on the way back from our job interview for MI6. The way how I found out these memories were fabricated. So I did call up. I had an interview with you guys and I've not heard back from you guys. And they asked me when. Well, it was the first of January. And they said we were closed that day. A door shut in my face. I knew that didn't happen, so I started to think about other other things as well. The babies, another double shot in my face. When I found out the old fabricated, I, um, one of my brothers brought my laptop, so I started to look online and come across a, that term, fabricated memory, and that landed. I still think it was my own subconscious trying to help me get better because when I, you know, believed that I was having twins, kids were coming in nine weeks. I thought I have to get myself fitter, you know, if I'm going to be running around after some toddlers, I cannot do it if I'm, you know, this week. So I started to really work and push myself and start to do, a lot, you know, doing a lot more exercise. And so even though they fabricated those, um, a silver lining, where they're actually trying to help me get better. I mean, um, I used to think a lot of, about the why. After a while, it, you know, I realized it wouldn't really have, you know, the why would not change what had happened. How I knew I had moved on from that is, I asked myself this question. So it was a hit and run. If that person would come up to me and um, apologise to me, would I accept it? I thought to myself, I would accept the apology and the only thing I would ask would be, um, do you still think about that day? And that's when I knew uh, that I'm over it.
I mean, even some of the good things have just come up from this. I started training for the Paralympics of the of 2020 in the sport of sailing. I've always been drawn to the sea. I said it was not hard for me to make that decision uh, to choose sailing. I just what I want to compete in. When I'm sailing, I feel I feel free. I feel calm. I'm still the same person as I was before I had an accident. I suppose now I'm just more... more intuitive to myself. Alpha 2.0. <laughs> My story is part of Who Are You Now, a project by Hedway East London. You can read and listen at www.whoareyounow.org.